I knew this client was making a detrimental move in terms of their budget and employee support during their exit. I fought to retain the relationship, but when it was evident they were leaving, I simply offered my continued support. There was pain caused by the move, increased cost, and the partnership was restored rather quickly. I have several former clients where a partnership ended years ago who I continue to court in this fashion. Many even continue to utilize the innovation our team built with no changes or improvements from the new partner they brought in. I'll never restore every lost partnership, but they will always know I'm available. I will prove I'm working with them by educating and supporting them in every way possible, providing the same consultation to clients, prospective clients, and yes, even former clients. Whether you're here as a colleague in consultation, exploring advising as a vocation, or considering a partnership and employee benefits with my team, I hope you find value in these thoughts. Apply this truth to both your personal and professional relationships. Make it as clear as you can to all you meet, you're on their side, working with them and not against them. In other words, put the needs of others before your own and surround yourself with folks that do the same. I'm Shane Wingo, and you're listening to the Working With Them podcast. Thank you again for joining me here on the podcast. Now, this will be the last chapter of the book that we'll discuss, my new book, Working With Them. So this will be the last episode for season one. Uh, now, what we'll do is we'll come back in a couple months with season two, and we'll actually have some guests and we'll go back through each chapter and have some discussions about these concepts. But what we've done in season one is create an audiobook, chapters one through 10, uh, along with an intro uh, back in episode one. So if you haven't listened to episode one yet, you're at the end. You might as well go back and start from the beginning and hear it all the way through. But again, today we'll be reviewing the final chapter, working with them in your reapproach. Now remember, like I say in every episode, this is not simply a book about advising and consulting. That's my framework. But at its core, this is really a book about creating partnerships and, and building relationships. So as we go through this final chapter today, do you have a strategy for repairing broken relationships? Were you the type of partner throughout that relationship that somebody wants to return to? When the relationship ended, were you kind and gracious or were you spiteful and vindictive? If you handled that exit gracefully, you're now ready to think about working with them in your reapproach. While it is true that every client relationship you create will be finite, understand a separation can also be temporary. By staying concerned and connected, you're providing a continual opportunity to compare what they have now versus all that you provided. Honor the timeline you mutually agreed to concerning ongoing communication and ensure each piece of content you provide serves a purpose. Just as with any prospect, give more than you ask. Provide the guidance and consultation needed without the constant request to reestablish a partnership. You should be giving at least 3x compared to your ask. That's the minimum. This will place you in a position 
to restate your value. Consulting unconditionally for a time and reaffirming your expertise is the best preparation for reapproaching a partnership. So stay vigilant. You uncovered at the break point what led to their departure. When changes come that modify your ability to meet that client's needs, use those moments as a connection point. This requires more than an email. Here is an instance where a consultant must be an effective storyteller. Take time to make this connection impactful and deliver your message in person whenever possible. These changes can include, but are not limited to, first, a change in your industry. Recently, I had a loyal client ask, why haven't you ever told me about X solution? A smooth talker, ST, came in and was promising the moon without even so much as a nod to analysis. We'll save you X percent immediately by dot, dot, dot. Side note, never trust anyone making these types of sweeping generalizations if they have not completed the due diligence to understand your unique situation. Why hadn't we discussed this? Because ST was misrepresenting the structure of a solution and selling the prospect using a false narrative. If my client had taken the bait, I would have used truthful data to battle to retain that partnership. If the client failed to take my consultation, I now have the focus for my continued communication. Until there is a change in the industry, I would continue debunking what had been sold using articles and data from outside my firm to add validity to the argument. As the industry shifted and solutions were introduced to actually produce the results that ST had promised, I would be the first on their doorstep guiding them to the results they had initially been falsely sold. Another change, innovations in solutions. In my industry, as in most, cost increases are common reasons for a client to begin listening to outside voices. Whether based on truth or fiction, these discussions can often lead to a client exit. So it is important to stay on the forefront of innovation in your industry. When new players bring innovation or established players bring new ideas, spend your time and study to benefit your clients and prospects. As we've discussed, share this information with your client, whether it is a fit for them at this point or not. Educating your clients removes power from outsiders introducing ill-fitting concepts. Tremendous effort is involved to gain the attention of a new prospect. Previous clients who may now realize the grass isn't greener will often receive your message more quickly than prospective clients. Make the sharing of industry innovation a key give in your process leading up to the ask to reestablish a partnership. One more change, changes in your team or your organization. If your former client's departure was due to a shortcoming from you, your team, your organization, make it clear your intent on rectifying that deficiency. Improve yourself and better your team. Document the improvements just as you documented the accomplishments throughout your partnership. If your organization was lacking a requirement of the client, work to expand the scope of your company's offerings. 
as your team and organization improves to better align with the needs of your former client, share this with them. Craft relevant discussions. Do not downplay your previous shortcomings. Lean into them. Communicate how thankful you are the client has brought this to to light so you can improve for all of your clients. Hopefully, you've continued to give in other ways while the growth has been occurring. If so, the client is prepared to receive your ask tactfully to begin rebuilding a partnership. You should have a consistent communication in place that your former client is familiar with receiving. Continue to include them in these communications, but forward them separately and individually. Preface that forwarded communication with a personal note, leveraging the knowledge you gained during your previous partnership. Take every opportunity to continue supporting them, even when the revenue has ended. Your client has left partnerships in the past with a spiteful vendor. They will quickly recognize and appreciate the difference when you continue to be on their side when the commissions are on hold for the time being. So we now come to our last story time of the book. Timing and consistency are everything in your reapproach. As I have detailed, the majority of my lost clients in this industry involved a change in the C-suite. A new HR director or CFO comes on the scene, and to make their life easy, they bring in the partners they know are on their side that they've worked with previously. I've also benefited from having C-suiters shoehorn me into their new organization. In one such case, a new CFO was adamant in moving a client into a PEO arrangement. Now, PEOs can be wonderful solutions for small employers, but the fees accumulate quickly for employers with 50 or more employees. This organization, they had over 100. So while I fought the good fight with the CEO and the HR director, the new CFO won the day and the change was implemented. I left gracefully by thanking them for their partnership. I also asked if I could continue to include them in the communications they were familiar with receiving from me. We agreed on acceptable communication timeline and I had my in. As the savings can be significant when a group outgrows a PEO, I I emancipate prospects from PEOs regularly and I always have several in my prospecting pipeline. While beginning to forward my regularly scheduled emails, I also shared redacted emails from clients I had moved away from PEOs where they were thanking my team for the support and they were documenting the savings in their own words. As our marketing team created collateral about the advantage of, advantages of exiting a PEO, I ensured those blogs were shared via LinkedIn messaging. The new CFO's tenure with this organization was a mere six months. I saw this change as I trolled the organization and the decision makers on LinkedIn. I had done the work to stay connected with the C-suiters with whom I had positive relationships. The CEO had done the work to itemize the increase in costs they had experienced since moving into the PEO. My next connection was an email including the LinkedIn CFO search asking if they needed support with candidates. The CEO responded within 15 minutes saying, only if you tell me they do not endorse PEOs. We were able to reestablish our partnership and bring back the savings and employee support that had been absent during our separation. 
I knew this client was making a detrimental move in terms of their budget and employee support during their exit. I fought to retain the relationship, but when it was evident they were leaving, I simply offered my continued support. As luck would have it, there was pain caused by the move, increased cost, and the partnership was restored rather quickly. I have several former clients where a partnership ended years ago who I continue to court in this fashion. Many even continue to utilize the innovation our team built with no changes or improvements from the new partner they brought in. I'll never restore every lost partnership, but they will always know I'm available. I will prove I'm working with them by educating and supporting them in every way possible, providing the same consultation to clients, prospective clients, and yes, even former clients. So for the last time, uh, we will reiterate the underlying philosophy of this book, and we'll do that by saying, make it as clear as you can to all you meet that in your reapproach, you remain on their side, working with them and not against them. You found value in these thoughts. Now, there's going to be 10 or 12 episodes here in season one as we build this audiobook version of working with them. In season two, that's when we'll have the guests start to join us. So subscribe to the podcast and you'll be notified every time a new episode drops where we review another chapter. Now, the book itself, it's live on Amazon, kind of. It's live on Amazon for a pre-order. I'm going to put a link in the show notes to get you right there to all the places where you can find this podcast, but also where you can pre-order that book. It's going to ship on February 14th, so get your pre-orders in now so you can be one of the first to receive and read it. Of course, if you have any questions for me at all, whether they be about employee benefits, which I do daily, or whether it be about the thoughts that we talk about here on the podcast and are expressed in the book, reach out to me. There's going to be another link in the show notes that says Doc Cards. It has all of my direct contact information. It has my cell number, my email address, all my social media spots. So get in touch with me and let's connect if you have any questions. With that... Thanks again for joining me and do all you can today to make it clear you're working with those around you.